Our episodes deal with serious and often distressing incidents and may not be suitable for children. If you struggle with addiction, feel depressed or have suicidal thoughts and you need support, please contact your local crisis centre or reach out to a friend to ask for help. In early 1993, Johnny Depp met Anthony Fox, the Hollywood nightclub owner of The Central, located on the infamous Sunset Strip. The club had a rich history and was formerly known as The Melody Room, an illicit gambling den for mobsters like Mickey Cohen and Bugsy Siegel. Depp and musician Chuck E. Weiss were looking for an edgy, underground place to play and listen to music, and they were attracted to its legendary status. Together, they went into business with Fox and took 51% ownership. On August 14th, 1993, the club opened as The Viper Room, and at Depp's request, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers performed on opening night. An instant success, it quickly became an A-list celebrity hangout, and some nights, Depp would host late-night parties for his famous friends. Little did Depp know, on Halloween night just a couple of months later, one of Hollywood's brightest stars, River Phoenix, would drink a speedball of heroin and cocaine and die of drug overdose outside his new club. The Viper Room's dark past would continue to haunt the actor and in 2000, his business partner Anthony Fox filed a lawsuit against Depp, alleging that he defrauded him of millions of dollars in club profits. Shortly before the two were scheduled to appear in court, Fox mysteriously went missing and on January 6th, 2002, police found his abandoned truck on Chestnut Street in Santa Clara, California. To this date, his body has never been found, and many believe he was murdered. Join us on a supernatural journey as we uncover the shocking details of River Phoenix's death, examine the mystical facts, and investigate the mysterious disappearance of Anthony Fox. This is Death by Misadventure. The Viper Room will celebrate its 25th year anniversary on August 14, 2018. The legendary rock and roll club has earned quite a reputation over the years and has become a permanent fixture of Sunset Strip's nightlife. The club is black on the outside and colorful as hell on the inside as described by Elliot. Its sound system is perfect, its basement bar is cozy, and the room always seems smaller than it should. Notorious for celebrity death and a famous former owner, the Viper Room is still considered the queen of Sunset Strip. Did the Viper Room always have a rock and roll soul? The building at 8852 Sunset was constructed in 1921, and the first tenant was a grocery store chain called Young's Market with several locations around Los Angeles. By June 4, 1946, the market shut its doors and a new club arrived called the Cotton Club, and it quickly was dubbed Harlem and Hollywood with an all-star show. The Cotton Club closed only one year later and was soon replaced by the Greenwich Village Inn. The new venue catered to the underground scene, along with a cast of characters spattered across the Sunset Strip, including a drag show palace, 
the Swing Club, and several other seedy establishments. By the end of 1949, the Greenwich Village had changed hands and Rue Angel was born. However, fate dealt it a nasty hand, and on January 9, 1950, a fire broke out in the building, causing $10,000 in damages. The fire damage was quickly repaired, and the club had a new raunchy theme as a strip club. Rue Angel became the last call, billing itself as Rendezvous of the Stars, and offered five hours of nonstop entertainment, seven days a week of girls, girls, girls. Once again, Destiny arrived, and she said goodbye to the last call, when the Melody Room opened its doors. Over the next 18 years, the Melody Room became a mainstay of the L.A. jazz scene, and later became an illegal gambling den ran by mobsters until 1969. Another incarnation of the hotspot was Filthy McNasty's from July 1973 to July 30, 1980. Later, the story got twisted when the new club owner, Anthony Fox, changed the venue name to The Central. For a while, it was the Rock and Roll Forum on Sunset Strip, where bands would play hoping to score a record deal and become rock stars. In 1982, fate stepped in when Fox met new business partner Johnny Depp and decided to hand over 51% ownership of the popular club and became the now infamous Viper Room. Little did Fox know he was signing his death sentence. Depp had become a popular teen idol during the late 1980s when he starred as an undercover police officer posing as a high school student in the TV series 21 Jump Street, which premiered in 1987. By 1993, Depp had launched a successful movie career with hits like The Nightmare on Elm Street and Edward Scissorhands, where the actor met former fiancé Winona Ryder, for whom he tattooed Winona Forever on his right arm. However, when that romance fizzled, Depp was ready for a change. It was Tom Waits that suggested that he buy the rock club The Central. He even proposed the name The Viper Room. At the time, Depp was looking for a private hideaway for him and his buddies. He wanted a place to escape and was attracted to the club's dark, murky past. But it would be a choice he would later regret. The history of the Viper Club is a sordid tale of sex, drugs, and rock and roll. What dark energy consumed the nightclub? If you believe the stone tape theory, then certain buildings or materials can store records of past events. The idea that environmental elements can store traces of human thoughts or emotions was introduced by multiple 19th century scholars and philosophers as an attempt to provide natural explanations for supernatural phenomena. In the 20th century, the idea objects could store and play back past events was reintroduced in 1939 and 1940 by then SPR President H.H. H. Price. He speculated about psychic ether as an intermediate medium between spiritual and physical reality, 
which can enable objects to carry memory, traces of emotions or experiences from the past. Had negative energy from the club's haunted past created mental impressions of emotional or traumatic events that were then projected onto their targeted victims? In this case, were dark forces now tormenting the owners of the club Johnny Depp and Anthony Fox, and later responsible for taking the life of an unsuspecting party-goer like actor River Phoenix? It's no secret that ghosts lurked in the basement bar of the Viper Room. One employee, Rita Flora, told the Porter magazine she had her hair yanked, her leg grabbed, and even one female ghost, perhaps the lost spirit of a stripper, texted her from a dead number. Yes, that's right, a dead number. Rita said she would talk out loud to her, and the ghost would text a response. As Tom Dre will later reveal... The number vibration of the club at 8852 Sunset Boulevard is 5, and it was an important factor in creating both the positive and negative energy that surrounded the Viper Room. The energy of the club had a hotel vibe, which created a frenetic energy buzzing all hours of the day and night, with both spirits dead and alive. The number 5 is also a karmic lesson number and attracts zodiac signs Gemini and Virgo. Naturally, Depp, a Gemini, felt right at home with the club's dark undertone. Despite its weird history, it continued to draw the biggest stars in Hollywood. It was one of rock and roll's greatest hideaways, Frank O'Neill, the production manager, told Mr. Porter magazine. You'd have Al Pacino in booth one, Joe Strummer and Iggy Pop just hanging out in the office. And who's that bloke up in there in the mixing booth with the hot blonde? Oh, it's Tony Curtis. That's the kind of place it was. Yes, but let's not forget River Phoenix. River Jude Phoenix was born on August 23, 1970 in Oregon under the zodiac sign of Leo. His parents, Hart and John, named him after the River of Life from the Hermann Hesse novel Siddhartha, and he received his middle name from the Beatles song Hey Jude. River's family moved across country when he was very young to a small suburb of Gainesville, Florida, where the family lived in poverty. He revealed in previous interviews they lived under desperate circumstances. In 1973, his parents joined a controversial new religious movement, and the family moved south to settle at a commune in Caracas, Venezuela. The group initially called Teens for Christ later changed their name to the Children of God and quickly became dubbed as a religious sex cult. It was a turbulent time for River growing up, and his astrology chart reveals a dysfunctional childhood. He had a somber personality with Moon and Saturn and Taurus squared by Mars. It revealed a young, withdrawn boy who felt emotionally disconnected and aloof, who most likely suffered from severe depression. Former cult members, including River, said the children were encouraged to have sex with adults and each other. 
The nightly routine was prayers and then off to bed for sexual exploration with children as young as three. Later in a Detail Magazine interview, Riverford revealed he was only four years old when he first made love. The encounter was with other kids, but said he blocked out the horrific experience and was completely celibate from the ages of 10 to 14. His family became disillusioned with the cult and left the group when he turned seven, but continued to live a nomadic lifestyle. The family officially changed their last name to Phoenix after the mythical bird that rises from its own ashes, symbolizing their new beginning. As he grew up, River never attended formal school, and in his magazine interview, he said he resumed having sex at the age of 15. The blessed event took place in a tent in the family's backyard decorated by his parents. In the book, Last Night at the Viper Room, the author states Corey Feldman, his co-star in Stand By Me, said Phoenix referred to it as his second virginity, and it was with a girl who was a family friend. His bohemian lifestyle allowed River to escape the psychological torment of his abusive childhood, and he quickly became the family breadwinner by starring in movies like The Mosquito Coast with Harrison Ford and later received an Academy Award nomination for his role in the 1988 Running on Empty. However, River's most memorable role was Gus Van Zandt's film My Own Private Idaho, where he and Keanu Reeves played street kids hustling gay men for money, and he formed a close friendship with his co-star. In his final days, River agreed to star in The Interview with a Vampire and another film, Dark Blood, but had become disillusioned with Hollywood, and he promised his father he would quit acting after playing these final two roles. Sadly, on October 31, 1993, River unknowingly would leave Hollywood just after midnight on the fast train to the afterlife when he decided to attend a party at Depp's new club, The Viper Room. On that fateful Halloween evening, the moon was illuminated and brooding Taurus. It was conjunct River's own moon and Taurus, and no doubt it activated some inner emotional turmoil with its challenging aspects. Astrologically, the lunar energy was intense, with its opposition in Sun, Mercury, Mars, and Pluto in Scorpio. It was a powerful aspect, showing supernatural forces at work. Yes, evil was lurking just around the corner for River and his brother and sister that night. Early in the evening, the group headed out to a party in Hollywood Hills, where Leonardo DiCaprio was dressed up as Johnny Hollywood, and they were invited to hang out later at the Viper Room. The club had only been open a couple of months, but attracted A-list celebrities and rock and roll royalty. River took his guitar with him, hoping to jump on stage to play a few songs with his friends. When he arrived, River was sadly disappointed. His buddy Flea of the Red Hot Chili Peppers told him there was no room on stage because Depp was scheduled to headline with a long list of other rockers. River went back to his table to enjoy the evening with his girlfriend, Samantha Mathis, along with his brother, Joaquin, and sister, Rain. Shortly afterwards, he was offered a drink by a friend, and River drank it without even asking what was in it. 
Little did anyone know he had drunk a lethal mix of cocaine and heroin called a liquid speedball. Within a few minutes, the young actor vomited and had slumped over in his chair. Joaquin quickly carried his brother River outside and tried to wake him up. He slowly fell to the ground and began to convulse. His sister Range sat on his chest, desperately trying to revive him. At one point, actress Christina Applegate came out of the club and stood by River, who lay dying on the sidewalk. She started to cry and told his brother Joaquin to make the following heart-wrenching call to 911. Okay, calm down a little bit, okay? What's the address where you need it? It's Sunset and Larrabee. It's at the Viper Room. Okay, what's the address, sir? Do you know? What's the address of the club? Okay, sir. Sir, yes. calm down a little bit, okay? I'm sorry. It's That's my okay. brother. Please come here. How old is he? He's 23. Calm down, okay? If you can't calm down, get the phone to somebody else. No, there's no one else around. Okay. I'm fine. You know, I think he's had volume or something. I don't know. Who's with him right now? Um, my sister, the people. Okay, can you talk to her from where you are? I got her. She's trying to give him mouth to mouth. Sir, calm down. Tell her not to give him mouth to mouth. Don't unless... give him mouth to mouth. You only give him mouth to mouth if he's not breathing. What's he doing? Just seems like he's sleeping right yeah, now. Yeah, just looks like he's sleeping. Okay. okay, that's very normal. Okay, yeah. that's very normal. Sometimes if the impact, sometimes they do actually go to sleep. If he goes into another seizure, okay, and sometimes they do that. Mm-hmm. Just let him have a seizure. Don't try and restrain him. All right. Well, what about putting my tip hand in his mouth? Do not put nothing in his mouth. Okay. Okay. He yeah. will not swallow his tongue. Okay. Believe me. Okay. You just let him go ahead and have a seizure. Paramedics okay. are on the way. They should be there. Two hours later, River Phoenix would be pronounced dead at Cedar Sinai Hospital at 1:51 a.m. Johnny Depp was distraught when he heard that River Phoenix had died outside of his club that night. Out of respect for his family, he closed the Viper Room for two weeks and allowed fans to gather outside the venue to say a few prayers and leave flowers or notes for his family. What karmic ties did Depp and Phoenix have? Did the haunted past of the Viper Room play a sinister role in the young actor's demise? The patterns of life and death can be found in a person's numerology chart or even the date a club was opened. Every moment calculated in time, telling a complicated tale and revealing mystical facts about the person, the house, building, or situation. There are few key factors in River Phoenix's death that I believe played a role that tragic night. First, the Viper Room reopened under new ownership on August 14, 1993. The club exuded the power of number eight, ruling fame and fortune. Its vibration fits Hollywood superstar and bad boy Johnny Depp's lifestyle perfectly. The number eight demands attention, and the energy matched the club's desire for sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Unfortunately, the haunted past of the Viper Room took Depp on a wild roller coaster ride that left one person dead and another mysteriously disappeared. Like most clubs on Sunset Strip, the Viper Room had a sordid history and had several former incarnations ranging from being a strip club to an illegal gambling den. The energy was dark, and for a sensitive soul like River Phoenix, it was deadly. What role did supernatural forces play in his death? 
River Phoenix came into this world under the life path number three. In numerology, three is considered to have mystical qualities, and its vibration gave him the creative tools necessary to become a great actor. In the tarot deck, the Empress card represents the number three in the major arcana. The Empress sits on a throne wearing a starry crown, holding a wand in one hand. The wand is representative of her power over life. Her crown has 12 stars representing her dominance over the year, and her throne is during a field of grain, representative of her dominion over growing things. The Empress is representative of the productivity of the subconscious, seeded by ideas. She is meant to be the embodiment of the growth of the natural world, fertility, and what one knows or believes from the heart. River, a strict vegan, was known for his kind heart, and as a dedicated activist for the rights of animals and others less fortunate. Undoubtedly, the life path number three led the actor to live life in the fast lane, where his charm and good looks left others mesmerized by his charismatic personality and his commanding presence. River was a self-admitted quick-change artist, and he was once quoted as saying, I have a lot of chameleon-like qualities, and I can get very absorbed in my surroundings. This may be a mystical clue to his early death. On the positive side, he channeled the three energy to become a leading man by the age of 20. In interviews, River said he didn't choose roles he thought would advance his career, but parts he wanted to play. On the negative side, the life path number three pushed him to live life on the edge. River fell into the Hollywood trap of drugs and alcohol, and through the three energy, he lost his sense of purpose, and I believe he started to emotionally drift away. As River's shadow side took over, his desire for constant stimulation and extravagance accelerated, and he became bored with his present life. He rode the Hollywood roller coaster by self-medicating with drugs and alcohol, looking for a permanent escape. On Halloween night, the death number nine illuminated Sunset Strip when River took his final bow. In biblical numerology, the number nine represents God's final judgment. He had completed his soul contract and was ready to leave behind the superficial trappings of Hollywood when his spirit crossed over. The Viper Room wasn't just a scene, but a religious experience for music aficionados. Despite the tragic death of River Phoenix, the year the venue opened, the club quickly became a favorite hangout for Hollywood celebrities. Regulars included Jennifer Aniston, Jared Leto, Christina Applegate, Leonardo DiCaprio, Angelina Jolie, and even Adam Jarrett, the lead singer of the Counting Crows once was a Viper Room bartender in late 1994 to early 1995 to escape his newfound fame. However, the crown jewel for adept was when Johnny Cash later performed at the club, debuting material that would later appear on his 1994 album, American Recordings. Depp felt his performance was an emotional cleansing after River Phoenix's death and Cash was one of the many huge acts to play later at the club, including Elvis Costello, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Guns N' Roses, and even Prince. If the stars weren't on stage, they were in the audience, many of them ready to get up there and jam themselves. But behind the scenes, trouble continued to brew, 
and Depp's business partner, Anthony Fox, believed he was being ripped off for millions of dollars in profit. Evil was lurking in the shadows and supernatural forces were ready to strike at any time. According to newspaper reports, Fox was last seen in Ventura County, California on December 19, 2001. His pickup truck and a 38 caliber revolver disappeared from his briefcase at the same time. On January 6, 2002, his truck was found abandoned on Chestnut Street in Santa Clara, California. Fox was a single father, and he left behind his teen daughter and several thousand dollars in a bank account with no activity on his financial accounts since his disappearance. What's most disturbing is Fox was about to testify against his business partners in a bitter multi-million dollar lawsuit that he believed he would win. After his mysterious disappearance, in 2004, as part of a legal settlement, Depp quietly handed over his ownership of the Viper Room. Whether it was out of guilt or perhaps he had lost interest in the club, I believe karma had caught up with the Hollywood Gypsy. Depp was once quoted as saying, There are four questions of value in life. What is sacred? Of what is the spirit made? What is worth living for and what is worth dying for? The answer to each is the same, only love. Had he fallen out of love with the nightlife and simply was ready to settle down with his new love, Vanessa Paradis of France? Or was he running from his troubled past? After Depp walked away from his musical mistress, The Viper Room, he went on to star in two movie blockbuster hits, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and Pirates of the Caribbean. However, the story didn't end there for the club or Depp. Questions still lingered. What happened to Anthony Fox? In a recent interview, one of Fox's closest friends, Donna Lynn, a Los Angeles music producer, told Radar Online, I believe if Tony hadn't filed the lawsuit, he would be here today. The timing is so suspicious. Tony was about to win that lawsuit, but before he got his day in court, he vanished. There are many questions and no answers. In a preliminary ruling, Early in 2003, a judge indicated Fox would prevail in the case, writing, Depp breached his fiduciary duties. The facts established persistent and pervasive fraud and mismanagement and abuse of authority. Now, several years later after Fox's mysterious disappearance, Sergeant Matt Kane of the Ventura Police Department's Major Crimes Division stressed, this is an active endangered missing persons case. Fox's friend, Donna Lynn, added, Someone knows what happened to Tony. I can't say what Johnny Depp knows, but when I see him with his daughter, Lily Rose, who's about the age Amanda was when her father disappeared, I wonder. Most recently, The Viper Room was featured on the 14th season 
of the paranormal series Ghost Adventures as one of their lockdown locations where they investigated the building for two days. The haunting episode categorizes in detail the death of actor River Phoenix, believing they encountered his spirit and shows video evidence of IVP. They also captured a guitar playing by itself on the stage, believed to be the spirit of former owner Anthony Fox. To this day, I believe Depp continues to be haunted by his past. Undoubtedly, he's one of the greatest Hollywood actors of all time, but his constant desire to take a walk on the wild side has continued to keep him in the headlines for the wrong reasons, ranging from drunken binges to short-lived marriages and constant financial troubles. Yes, the dark side loves troubled souls, and Depp will no doubt continue to keep the spirits busy. On the last night of River Phoenix's life, he's quoted as saying, I feel that when you're born into a way of life, and that's all you know, you don't mind it. The good times and the bad are all part of the experience. Since then, the club famously once owned by Johnny Depp has continued to be a hotbed for illicit activity. It's a place that epitomizes sex, drugs, and rock and roll even after the club's ownership has changed hands. Sadly, the mysterious death of the former club owner, Anthony Fox, remains unsolved. The fact that Fox disappeared before he was scheduled to testify in his multi-million dollar lawsuit led some people, and plenty of tabloids, to believe that Depp was somehow involved. However, in 2004, Depp eventually settled the lawsuits and turned over his share of the Viper Room to Amanda Fox, his business partner's daughter. Afterward, the Viper Room continued to make headlines as part of an illegal 100 million high-stakes poker ring run by Molly Bloom, a waitress turned poker princess. For Hollywood celebrities like Ben Affleck, Tobey Maguire and Leonardo DiCaprio. She later would cash in on her sordid tale and it's now a movie called Molly's Game. In the end, any street with as much history as the Sunset Strip will continue to have a dark side. Beyond the glamour and the glitz, the Viper Room remains to be a favourite club in Hollywood's history, despite its tragic and haunted past. (laughs) 